Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the internet. Go check them out. HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Cool. Let's just get right into the depressing chat about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. Uh, I was not looking forward to this podcast. It uh, hopefully will be the shortest podcast we do. And um, it is going to be a very, very depressing talk on our 30 teams in over 30 days previews for the absolute, maybe one of the worst cities in America for the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's right. I'm coming in uh, guns blazing, Tyler, because this team, uh, they lost Channing Frye, Marquise Chris, David Nwaba, who I actually, uh, former Bull, who is actually very good and should be definitely on somebody's team. Uh, poor J.R. Smith and his, his no shirt is gone. And all they got back was Darius Garland in the draft, uh, Kevin Porter in the draft, and um, some guy named Dean Wade. I've never heard of some that the guy Wayne named, son? Uh, not uh, not looking at the picture. I would say it's probably not Dwayne Wade's son. Um, and <laughs> wait, why am I look, why, wait? Why by looking at the picture? I I'm confused by this. Uh, Dean Wade is a real dorky looking bull cutted white guy. So uh, yeah, Dean Wade. If you listen to the show, shout out to you, Dean Wade. But uh, nah, he's not related to Dwayne Wade. Tyler, I don't even know I don't even know where to begin, so I'm gonna have to go to you. What's the most interesting thing about Cleveland? Well at least the most, Cleveland Cavaliers. Um well the most interesting thing is probably Darius Garland. Um Okay, yeah, I would say so. I, I mean if you don't want to talk about that first that's fine. I mean they don't he's probably not standardly relevant guy. Um I will say this. I think he might be actually. Um, So we only saw five games of Vanderbilt. So take those college stats and throw them away, right? Like we we can't really use anything from them. Um, I think what we do know about Darius Garland, and I made the assumption that some people didn't like, right? That Darius Garland was this year's Luka Doncic. Um. Okay. In the sense that he was the player, and this is this is where people miss the point on my article was he was the player in this year's draft that's gonna slip to you know third, fourth, fifth, and we're gonna look back in five years and be like, he should have went higher. He's so good. Oh, He's so yeah. Good. You're not you aren't saying that he will be as good as Luka Doncic, who is basically an all star at this point already in his career. You were saying this guy was obviously a top tier. No, possibly even a number one pick talent, and people let him drop. And now he's in Cleveland, which sucks for him. But this is a guy who could produce, you know, like his what his ceiling might be like a Trey Young esque type of se- season this season. He's not the playmaker. Like he he's a point guard. That's true. But he's, he's not the playmaker he's- that Trey Young is. He's not going to be a huge assist guy, I don't think. Like, I think he's, and maybe this is like a Cleveland thing because, I mean, they picked another point guard in the lottery that's not an assist guy, but I think he's better than Colin Sexton in that sense. Like, I think he's a five assist guy, five and a half assist guy, six assists. It, it probably is Pete. Like, 
what he can do is he is a phenomenal shooter. I think he was probably the best shooter in the class, maybe, um, save for a couple guys who were, you know, kind of late first, early second round picks because of they were just shooters, right? Um, dude can get a bucket. The dude can handle the ball. The dude is really good. And the question will be, what do the steals look like? I think they're going to be fairly decent. Like, I think he's going to be probably a steal to 1.2 steals guy. I don't think he's going to be elite in that category by any means, but I think there's going to be steals. Um, he can rebound the ball a little bit. That's always a plus for a point guard. Yeah, I think he's going to be good. Now, this year, I mean, we see rookies always pretty much struggle with their percentages, which that'll drag Especially his you know fantasy Especially value down. Guard. Yeah. Yeah, right, because they're just adjusting and, and all that. So I don't know that I'm super excited to take him in a standard league, but at the same time, I think there's a definite path to minutes and there's some fantasy goodness potential. I, I would look at him more as this, right? He's probably a player you're not going to want to own at the beginning of the season, but then someone's going to draft him maybe and cut him or he'll be on the waiver wire and when we get to you know January, you're probably gonna want to pick him up and maybe ride him a little bit as we go down the stretch. Like I think he's got that kind of potential. Yeah, and I think that's uh, where he starts becoming, uh, where he will mimic if his season goes well. He will mimic Trey Young's basically uh, rise to actually being a good fantasy player. Though Trey Young, by far, way way better of a fantasy player than Darius Garland. Uh, at least we'll be here in the foreseeable future. Um, definitely don't want to say take Darius Garland right around where you take Trey Young. That's that's pretty absurd. But I would I would actually say the thing you hit on was the minutes. I there's no reason Cleveland's terrible. There's no reason he shouldn't be playing 30 plus minutes to get the feel. He's going to have some growing pains. I would take a flyer on Darius Garland with uh, a final pick. Have him on my team as an asset, maybe you can move him. Maybe you can trade him to someone who really likes the Cavs. Uh, maybe he starts getting hot in the second half. Um, depending on, on your league, if you're in a Roto league, I think it's a little bit easier to stash people on your bench than if you need to stream him. But he's going to get the minutes. I'd say I'm perfectly fine, fine taking a flyer on Darius Garland at the end of a standard league draft. And that's fine. For me, I just think there's a couple guys I like better, but that's not to say that Garland is a bad pick, right? I think that's if I saw someone take him, I would be like, yeah, good, good pick. Good last pick. Right on. And some of those last picks you see, and you're like, what are you doing, man? What? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Prince isn't in the, in the league anymore, man, for, for years. Why did you take him? We both live on that street where you're going, why did you just pick Marvin Williams, dude? Like, Okay, Marvin Williams is fine, but Marvin Williams has no upside. Like, no upside Zero. whatsoever. We know exactly what Marvin Williams is going to be. Like, don't pick Marvin Williams with your last pick. Like, pick someone fun. Pick someone who could pop. Marvin Williams will be waiting on the waiver wire for you three out of every four weeks. So just, just chill out on Marvin Williams, guys. Let's talk about the rest of this team, Tyler. I really don't think there's too many people to talk about, but we do have to talk about Kevin Love coming back from an injury um is easily the best fantasy player on this uh squad but i'm not sure especially after this injury and his um some of his play after even though it was brief last season so i don't take it i take it with a big grain of salt 
Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out how valuable is Kevin Love in fantasy uh, still, uh, the 31-year-old, the but the focal point of the Cleveland offense. Why does Kevin Love only play like 28 minutes a game now? He's not that old. Um, well, I think it makes a lot of sense. Last season he was injured. He was coming back from injury, and they weren't really trying to win. Two seasons ago, uh, isn't that the LeBron factor? Yeah, but I mean, he was an all star, and like, why? I don't understand why he only played 28 minutes that year. Like, I I guess there were some injuries there, either. too, but, but I don't know. Like, he's he was one of their better players. Um, the thing I don't like about Kevin Love is there's never any steals and there's never any blocks, right? So you're going to fill your power forward or center spot with a guy who doesn't really help you in the defensive categories. The assists are going to be like two a game, which again is not anything to write home about. Um, so it's basically just points and rebounds. Now there are some threes for a big man, but there's terrible field goal percentage when you're looking at a power forward or a center. Um, so there is yeah, definitely think- pluses and minuses, right? Um, but I just, I don't know. I Someone always takes Kevin Love before I'm ready because I think I view Kevin Love as a guy, you know, in that kind of after the top 50 range, right? Like 60s, 70s. And I think someone always gets a little hyped on Kevin Love and then picks him in the top 50. And I'm usually like, okay, well, you got, enjoy that. He's got great, right? Uh, great name recognition. He is a big man who gets rebounds and hits threes, which at one point, uh, actually, for most of Kevin Love's career, was unheard of. And as we talked about in the Minnesota episode, when Kevin Love was in Minnesota, he was hitting a couple threes a game, getting like 14 rebounds. Well, there's a guy in Minnesota who uh, scores 28 points, gets double-digit rebounds, and hits more threes than Kevin Love does right now, and also gets you uh, blocks and decent assists and steals. So it's like Cat is a way, way, way better Kevin Love, or you could say Kevin Love is a trash cat daddy. I'm worried about what his percentages look like last season. Maybe he'll get his shot back, but that oh, and here's the, that, that, that field goal percentage was never high. And here's the thing that isn't a great uh, precursor to that is the Cavs don't really have a great ball handler, right? A great guy to set Kevin Love up, and Kevin Love has never been a I'm going to create my own shot a ton type guy, so yeah, I, I mean, you just don't love it for that perspective. Like, if Kevin Love shot better than 43, 44%, I'd be pretty surprised, actually. I'm here, and I actually think Kevin Love is a prime candidate for get that money off the board uh, in your auction league drafts because even in more um, experienced leagues, Kevin Love, you can convince yourself, you can talk yourself into Kevin Love being you know, a top 50 player, a top 40 player. Um, you you could pretty quickly, pretty easily convince yourself that he's going to have a little bit of a, a Lacerat comeback year here. Uh, with Tyler's point about the steals in the blocks, especially in Roto Leagues, really, really gets me, and I'm afraid of his field goal percentage. I don't want a center that doesn't get, get me a block, uh, and I don't want a center who shoots, uh, who could possibly shoot close to 40% from the field. It's just, I'm just not interested in either one of those things. If you are doing a very specific head-to-head build, then Kevin Love becomes a much more interesting player. What is that specific build? Like, I'm interested to hear, like, you're just going for his rebounds, like, and decent points. Like, 
even uh, as a even as a you, blue player, I don't love him because there's like just so many drawbacks here, and there's only two really two categories where I'm like, okay, he's helping you. I guess three pointers, right? But we talk about three pointers just being so easy to grab now. Like, is he really helping you that much in that category? I think if he is a mid round guy and you are looking at a build. You want some points. You want some rebounds. You have some forwards who get good rebounds, but maybe they don't get good blocks. Maybe you have some guards who get good rebounds, but they don't get good blocks. Uh, and you're looking to just build up your rebounds um, without worrying about your steals because they're already very good. And you're punting blocks, and you don't care about your field goal, but you do care about your free throw. There's there's a, there's actually quite a few guys in the first round where that that plays. Kevin Love does play with that pun, uh, pun strategy there. Yeah, um, and then we'll maybe talk about this drawback for a second. So last three years, it's been 60, 59, 22 games. Um, don't feel great about him playing a ton. And that's maybe oh. even more of a worry too, right? We talk about head-to-head leagues. Like You want someone who's going to be available, and I'm not sure Kevin Love's going to be that available. Especially on a team where they have no, they have no desire to compete for anything. So it's like, you know, if Kevin loves a little banged up, aren't we just gonna be like, yeah, why don't you take a seat, Kevin? I feel like those last months, Kevin Love, he's he's definitely a great guy to be like. At some point, Kevin Love is going to get hot this season, and you have him on your if you just happen to have him on your team, you got him at a really good spot in the draft. Uh, he's a great sell high candidate because you could just he's gonna have a hot month probably. You get you move him on, and then he sits out the last month and a half of the season because of a bone bruise, or uh, because of a twisted ankle, or something like that. Because the Cavs aren't doing shit; they are they are not going to. They might not win any games this season. They might beat Charlotte uh, two out of the four times they play, if they play four times. I don't know. I'm not even going to look it up because I'm not going to watch those games, Tyler. I'm not going to watch them at all, Tyler. Who else do we need to talk about on this team? I think there are a few more players. Um, and I, I think we should talk about Larry Nance actually, because Larry Nance is a very interesting, uh, fantasy asset. And I know in the past you've liked Larry Nance, but Larry Nance was supposed to be up for good minutes last season, good stats. And that did not happen. Yeah. But we talk about Larry Nance always being a guy who has the per minute flash and, you know, he gets some sizzle because everyone's like, Oh, he's going to play so much. And, that just probably isn't going to happen. Um, well, big reason is the fouls. We, I talk about this a lot, right? But Larry Nance can do some very good things, right? And those good things are he's, he's going to shoot a good field goal percentage. He gets you like a steal and a half a game in 27 minutes, which you got to feel good about him playing like 27 minutes again. Um, he's fairly young. so And the rebounds are good, right? So talking eight rebounds, a steal and a half. And I don't mean maybe those assists stay, maybe they don't. The Cavs don't really have a ball handler, so you got to like the chances of them staying. Um, he fits great in a punt blocks build as a center, right? Because he's not going to block any shots, right? He blocks like 0.6 a game, but he's got good steals. He's got good rebounds. He's maybe okay in assists now. Now there's not much three-pointers, but you're getting good field goal percentage the free throw percentage isn't the worst and there's a small volume, which you like. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely a spot for him. I would say Larry Nance, easily a top 100 player, probably in that, you know, 75 to 85 range. 
Uh, Larry Ness is definitely going to be a top 100 player, probably top 70, actually top 75 player. You hit on the fact that I, I need to know the minutes. I need to know the rotation in Cleveland. Um, if Larry Nance is going, if they're going to play him like they did down the stretch, down the end of the end of the season last year, I wouldn't call it the stretch because they weren't stretching for nothing. But that second half of the season, Larry Nance uh, getting in the double digit points, almost getting a three a game, and approaching two steals a game. He's like a uh, he's like a broke ass Bob Covington, and he is going to be overlooked, I think, in a lot. Um, almost too many leagues. He's going to be a uh, second half. He's going to fall into the second half of drafts, 70, 80, 90 range easily. And I would I would definitely pick him up in those later rounds if he if you see him falling. Because even at 28 minutes a game, he's a standardly relevant player. Oh, fact for sure. Um, right, he just got, he's a categories guy though, so you got to, be careful you're not punting what he's giving you. Um, yeah, this is definitely that. a lot sexier player in a roto league. For sure. Hopefully Larry Nance gets the minutes. I do want to see him be uh, relevant. I do want to see him, uh, you know, hopefully he gets a little, little bit better. He's only 26 years old. So um, kind of, uh, I guess we're both on the, a little bit on the Larry Nance bandwagon. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking him in the top 70 in, in the first seven, eight rounds, but uh this is someone who could easily um i think be one of the people everyone's listing in their end of the year lists of uh adp versus final ranking uh the greatest growth i think larry nance is gonna be he's just gonna be overlooked cleveland's overlooked larry nance is gonna be overlooked so uh, do make sure you pay uh, get him in your queue for those late rounds Tyler, I don't, I don't want to talk about anybody else on this team, but I think, out of obligation to our listeners, we we do have to talk about maybe even two more players. I don't really want to do it, Tyler. I hate these guys. They they're the epitome of the type of fancy player that I really, really don't like. Uh, who do you want to? Talk yeah, about I'm with first, you. Tyler? Um, Colin Sexton. The one interesting thing Colin Sexton did last year was he shot over forty percent from three point range, which surprised me. Um, Oh, that is interesting. Uh, he's he he barely shot forty percent for the season. He shot forty three from the field, which wasn't the worst. Um, yeah, he kind of played all eighty two games, which is good, right? He's just a points guy, though. He's gonna get you like three assists and three rebounds, but no steals, no blocks, only one and a half three pointers, which is not great for a point guard. Um, he's a guy who's on the fringe of the top one hundred just because of the points. But kind of in the same way Andrew Wiggins is, which you don't love. Um, yeah, he's just gonna play yeah. a bunch of minutes and score some points and not do a ton else. I mean, the the free throw percentage is fine. The field goal percentage actually might be fine. It might be like forty four percent, which isn't killing you. But but she's got that over Wiggins. But he's just not really gonna do a ton. You know, steals and blocks combined was point six. You just that's man. pitiful. I mean, that's, that's Andrew Wiggins level bad. Um, Sexton to me is well, at once was kind of just a broke ass Andrew Wiggins, but Andrew Wiggins is now a broke ass Andrew Wiggins because I think Colin Sexton might score more points than Wiggins this season. So if you're looking for your points guy at the end of your draft or in your bigger leagues, because he's going to play 
31 minutes and minutes are key in those bigger leagues, then Colin Sexton's your guy. But like, he just doesn't do anything else. At least hell, at least Colin Sexton has a decent free throw percentage uh, percentage. Wiggins can't even do that. So Colin Sexton is, I would take him over Wiggins. I would take neither of them in a standard league. Um, yeah. And then like, if you're looking for a guy and maybe I'll just throw this out there, like, if you're looking for a guy in the you know 80s, 90s, 100s that scores, take Dennis Schroeder. Like everyone's gonna forget about Dennis Schroeder, man. No one's talking about Dennis Schroeder, especially with Shea Gilders Alexander in Oklahoma City. Like, I think Dennis Schroeder is just so much better than both these guys in fantasy. He's gonna get you some assists. He's gonna get you close to a steal. Like people are forgetting Dennis Schroeder. Certainly um, are. I'm surprised you let that one go, Tyler. You've been you've been holding that Dennis Schroeder take. For a little bit, I'm surprised you're uh, you're letting it go so early in our team previews. Yeah, well, whatever, you know what I mean. Like it's all it's all gonna get out there, and and all you got goals to help people here. Um, don't don't overlook it, Mike. Don't overlook it. Like I've been I've been studying up. I've been hitting the books here. I know I got no. my guys. I got my guys. I really like. And um, so here's how much Dennis Schroeder's forgotten, Mike. I did a, a mock draft the other day, and Dennis Schroeder went at pick 110. I grabbed him. That's very late. That's very I was like, late. Who, I was like, who in the world is doing this draft right now? And Schroeder, it wasn't a great pick, and to be honest, because Schroeder really didn't help my build I was trying to do a ton. But at that point, I was like, yeah, Dennis Schroeder is going to be good. Yeah, I, th- I mean, like, I think he's worth uh, standard league relevancy for sure. If I'm in, I'm, I, I play a lot of roto leagues, so Dennis Schroeder got my thing. But uh, we'll talk about Dennis Schroeder when we get to the OK um, OK City uh, version of the team preview. Do you really want to end this with Seti Osman? Do you really want to talk about Seti Osman? Um. Yeah, I mean, Seti Osman's okay right and, and maybe he's fine i mean he he averaged 13 points a game last year in 32 minutes he got you 4.7 rebounds he got you 0.8 steals 2.6 assists 1.7 three-pointers the percentages aren't great like he's okay i will probably stream him at some point throughout the season just probably needing you know 13 14 points in the league um he's okay keeping an eye on uh how much Seti Osmond's going to play, how much Jordan Clarkson's going to play, how much Colin Jordan Clarkson's another guy, right? If Jordan Clarkson's getting 30 minutes, he gets yeah. you a bucket. Like, all the look, Sexton, Clarkson, Osmond, like, they're all, like, if there's an injury somewhere on this team or there's just more playing time to go around for any any reason, trade, whatever, uh, all three well, of those guys need- are, like, like, you know, they're fringe standard league players. And I, I'm not drafting any of them, but they're, they're at least on the fringe. And they need wings, right? I mean, like, someone's got to play that small forward shooting guard minutes, right? I mean, if they're going to play Colin Sexton and Darius Garland together, like, there's still a whole other spot there. So I feel like both those two are going to play decent minutes. Like, now are they going to be great for fantasy? No, they're going to be streamer types, which is fine. Not so much great for fantasy, but they will get those minutes. So you bigger league players out there who... Love the fact that there's no one on the waiver wire. Um, all those guys, all three of those guys are um, decent in your in your bigger leagues. And I, I gotta, we gotta stop talking about Cleveland. It's just bringing me down, Tyler. I think that's um, it. Don't even need to ask my question. They're not a playoff team either. Let's just, let's just end it here.
Yeah, I'm not even. I, I'm looking forward to the decades of of the Cleveland Cavaliers not making the playoffs. Um, it it will be uh, a great pleasure of mine. Uh, I had to suffer through the the the. Did you just um, get like all stately? That it will be a very great pleasure of mine to Absolutely. tell you you guys think. The joy that I will, the Schadenfreude that I will have uh, for the. Cavaliers fan base of which most of them are transient LeBron fans um, will be will be at a high level, a very high level of schadenfreude um, as the most I think vocab like high end vocab words I've ever used in a podcast. And I think we're going to end it there, Tyler. Where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. Find me at Watch the Boxes. You can support the show, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. There's exclusive content. There's free content for all listeners on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Go check it out. Help support the show. We'll see you next time.